Praise the Lord. We welcome you all to our live broadcast today, May 30, 2021. Shall we pray? In Jesus' name we pray. Father and our God, thank you for today, for the week, for the month, for the year, for your numerous blessings, protective shield over all of us. For your word, you can need to speak to us. We pray, Lord, for your countenance to shine upon all who have tuned into this broadcast and others who will also watch at some other point. We plead the blood of Jesus Christ upon everyone and we thank you, Lord, for being our God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Praise the Lord. The instrumental taken from our brother Caleb Brassett. Today's topic, what is God's will for you? What is God's will for me? The outline. What is God's will for you? Two. Doing God's will leads to the wrong sorry, doing one's own will leads to the wrong way. But doing God's will, that's number three, leads us to the way and the right way. Number four. The promises of God are for his obedient children. Those who are doing his will. God is looking for those who believe his word, study his word, act on his word, and live according to his word. So we go to the first thing, which is the main topic today. What is God's will for you, for me? God has two sets of will for the believer and for the unbeliever. So for the unbeliever, what is God's will for the unbeliever? Scripture, please. First Timothy chapter 2, verse 4. God wants everyone to be saved and to understand the truth. Praise the Lord. To all unbelievers. God wants everyone, no exception, to be saved and to understand the truth. The provision has been made. The response is now that of the unbeliever to believe. For this reason, God sent His only begotten Son into the world to die in the place of all human beings. Until the unbeliever becomes God's child, he stands condemned because he has rejected God's Son and his sacrifice for his sins. Scripture, please. John chapter 3 verse 18. There is no judgment against anyone who believes in him. But anyone who does not believe in him has already been judged for not believing in God's one and only son. Praise the Lord. The unbeliever is already judged unless he or she repents before he or she dies. Now, God, what is God's will for those who have believed? As God's child, she must die to self by giving her will to God. See, when you say, I accept Christ as Lord and Savior, He saved me, I'm giving my life. That means that life is no longer yours, but God's, including your will. You can't be part of the body of Christ and doing things not ordered by the head. There'll be confusion, there'll be anarchy. 
Can you imagine? I want you to imagine. If one of your organs decides to carry out a different function in your body. Let's say one of these my legs says, I'm not moving anymore. I'd rather be pumping blood. I want to be the heart. <laughs> I'm in trouble. That's exactly what happens when children of God don't do the will of God, which is yield their will to God so that God will will in them the things they have to do for His glory. That's why there's confusion. So God's will for the believer is do that for which he has called you into his body. If you don't do that, you are in error. And you'll be cut off like a branch that is dead. Number two, doing one's own way leads the wrong way. Scripture, please. Proverbs chapter 14, verses 12 to 16. There is a path before each person that seems right, but it ends in death. Laughter can conceal a heavy heart, but when the laughter ends, the grief remains. Verse 14, backsliders get what they deserve, good people receive their reward. Only simpletons believe everything they're told. The prudent carefully consider their steps. The wise are cautious and avoid danger. Fools plunge ahead with reckless confidence. Praise the Lord. I commit this scripture to everybody today. Please meditate on these verses of scripture. So much to learn. Verse 12, there's a path before each person that seems right. But it ends in death. Unbelievers think so highly of themselves. They are convinced that they know the answers. And no one should tell them anything, including God. So in effect, they believe they are smarter than God. Otherwise, why have they refused to believe in His Son and His Son's sacrifice? It's because they believe they are smarter than God. They know it all. They what are the backslider? That means those who have believed and then departed from the faith. Look at what it says in verse 14. Backsliders get what they deserve. In fact, when people have backslidden, they become worse than they were before they backslid. And it says that they, good people receive their reward. Then verse 15, only simple things believe everything they're told. Those of you who continue to believe in the mammonic doctrine of prosperity, worldly prosperity, are simpletons. You believe everything your pastors and Jews tell you, even though they're taking you to Christless eternity. But the wise, that's the prudent, consider their steps. They go back to the scriptures and search to know if those things are so. Then they go to the Lord in prayer and ask, Lord, are these things so, or do you want me to do something else? But because the hearts of these people, these simpletons, are unwelled on the things they have decided is the way. They have determined. Like those of you who join agitators for one thing or the other. You think you are doing the right thing. But you are wrong if you are a child of God. You are a simpleton. 
Because you see every part. But the one that takes you back to God. Note it. This I'm talking to backsliding Christians. And there are so many. Who have departed from the faith. They think they are in the faith. They believe everything they hear. They join every course. But have not asked God. What is your will in this matter? Oh they say it's right. So they have to follow it. Wrong. You are simpleton. I'm sorry. That's what the Bible said. Only simpletons believe everything they are told. Don't believe everything you are told. Go and check it out for yourself. When they share that thing on your WhatsApp page or Facebook, why don't you check it out yourself? Why must you share it before checking it out? Unbelievers and backsliders can't comprehend that they're going the wrong way because their hearts are darkened. They rebuff every attempt and resist teachings that warn them that they're heading the wrong way. In fact, you become the enemy for telling them the truth. Yet, you are trying to warn them there's danger ahead. That road you are taking will take you to the lake of fire. No, you become the enemy because their hearts are darkened. They cannot comprehend the things of God. So they continue to do their own will. Three. The third item. Doing God's will leads us, those who have believed, children of God. Those are the people I'm talking about now. It leads us to the way and along the way. Scripture please. Psalm 143 verses 8 to 10. Cause me to hear your loving kindness in the morning. For in you do I trust. Cause me to know the way in which I should walk. For I lift up my soul to you. Deliver me, O Lord, from my enemies. In you I take shelter. Verse 10. Teach me to do your will for you are my God. Your spirit is good. Lead me in the land of upright, uprightness. Praise the Lord. You wake up in the morning because you trust God. You are saying, verse 8, cause me to know the way in which I should walk today. Cause me to know the way and the things I should think about today. Cause me to understand the things happening around me and what I should do about it or what I should not do about it. Because I lift up my soul to you. That should be your first cry in the morning. Verse 10. Always ask God to teach you to do his will. Because there is no, that is the only place you are certain that you cannot walk wrong. Pray God to teach you to do his will. Doing God's will leads believers to the right road. And that road is the one that will end at eternal life. That day when you are going to see the Lord's face in glory. Remember I'm speaking to believers in Christ now. I'm speaking to children of God. I'm speaking to spirit-filled children of God. I'm not speaking to backsliders now. I'm not doing it because if you're a backslider, repent and come back to the Lord. Doing God's will leads believers along as they walk on that right path. So it's not just taking you to that way that takes eternal life. 
It also leads you and as you walk along. Scripture, please. Psalm 119, verse 105. Your word is a lamp to guide my feet and a light for my path. Praise the Lord. As you walk on the highway of God to eternal life, the way that he has brought you on, and you know, of course, the way Jesus Christ, Lord and Savior. His word is the lamp. It guides you because you can see the light. And so you will continue to walk in the path of righteousness. And the Holy Spirit indwelling the believer guides her so that she avoids side attractions of the enemy. See, the enemy will be somewhere blowing songs, doing things to draw you back. But because you have the indwelling Holy Spirit, He guides you so that you avoid those distractions. You avoid those worldly attachments. You avoid sin. Yes. Because the enemy's business is to make sure you walk away from that path. He wants you to look back. Remember Lot's wife. He wants you to think like the Israelites who perished in the desert when they started thinking of the meat in Egypt. So when you as a believer in Christ begin to think the what you were in the world or how those in the world are living, you are beginning to have problems. That's why the Holy Spirit in dwelling the believer will prompt you at that moment, look unto the altar and finish off your faith, the Lord Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. Number four, the promises of God are for his obedient children. Again, this is not for unbelievers. The promises of God are not for unbelievers. The promises of God in the word of God are for obedient children. Those who are doing God's will. I know many of you who go to church always hear your pastors and Jews drawing all sorts of scriptures to show promises of God. No. If you are not obedient, it is not for you. The promises of God are for God's obedient children. That is those who have believed. Confess Christ as Lord and Savior. And are doing the things that God has asked them to do. The promises of God are not for unbelievers. I will continue to emphasize this point today. So if you are an unbeliever, and you want God's promises to be yours, that's how it's simple. Repent today. Accept Christ as Lord and Savior. And begin to do the things He asks you to do. And then the promises will become yours. Praise the Lord. Like I said before, in those buildings called churches, the pastors and apostate Christianity have been deceiving their followers into believing that they can lay claim to God's promises in the Bible, even if they are disobedient to His commands, even if they are not doing God's will. I'm saying it's false. Those promises are not for you. Doing the will of God is the only way His children can get His promises. The only way. Let's look at the scripture. A few of the promises. Scripture, please. Isaiah chapter 54, verse 17. No weapon formed against you shall prosper, and every tongue which rises against you in judgment you shall condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is from me, says the Lord. Praise the Lord. How many times do you quote this? 
No, the weapon formed against you will prosper if you are not a child of God. The tongue that rises against you in judgment, you can't condemn because you are part of it. But if you are a child of God, the word of God says no weapon fashioned by the enemy, spiritual and physical, will ever prosper against you, so long as you are the will of God. And every tongue that rises against you in judgment, you can condemn at any moment, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Praise the Lord. That's God's word for those of his children. That's number one. Number two, scripture please. Psalm 23 verses 1 to 6. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup runs over. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Praise the Lord. This psalm is not for unbelievers. Only those whose Lord is the shepherd, those who have accepted him as Lord and Savior. When you do, he will make you to go through the right places. He will help you to see the oasis where you can draw strength and draw water. And when you fall, he will pick you up. And even if you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you will not be afraid because you know the Lord is with you. When God is with you, how can you be afraid? That you shouldn't be. Nothing can happen to you. Because he says you are with me, you are running, you are starting to comfort me. And your enemies who thought you are going to fall, they will see the glory of the Lord even on this earth. As the Lord will continue to prosper you. I don't mean worldly prosperity. I mean the prosperity that comes from God. That's not worldly prosperity. You may be prosperous, but it's not worldly prosperity when God has prospered you for his own glory. And your enemies will say, wow, how did this happen? Yes, because God is your God. Because goodness and mercy of God will follow all God's children from this day until the day you see Christ in glory. Praise the Lord. God shows his obedience to them the dry places. So they don't plow in vain. He shows them the fertile places to plow. He guides them correctly because he's God. Because you made him your God. He then is your Lord. Remember Peter. And some of the Lord's disciples. They went fishing after his resurrection. What did the Bible say? He said they toiled all night without catching anything. <laughs> Think about that. The Lord had resurrected. But I have not yet ascended to the heavens. In the period, Peter says, oh, I want to go fishing. They jump out. I'm sure they were just tired or whatever. But they were told all night nothing happened. But when the Lord Jesus Christ appeared, he asked them to launch their nets in a particular place. What happened? They caught so much fish that their boat was almost <laughs> was overflowing and nearly sank. That's God. He leads you in the right path so that you are fruitful when you are in the will of God. And his promises will be with him, with you. When those who are obedient and the will of God are building, that means whenever you are doing things, God is actually the one building for you. Whatever you are doing, if you are an obedient child of God, God is walking through you so that the world can see the light shining through you to the world. 
You are not your own person again. You can never fall into the pits dug by the enemy. Forget about this they call wizards and witches in the night. Forget it. If you see a dream in the night, just nullify it. You're a child of God. Don't be afraid. You shall not fear from terror. No. Because no weapon fashioned by the enemy in the night, in the day, can hurt or touch you. Just be a right standing with God. Do be in God's will each day. And nothing can by any means touch you. Praise the Lord. And you never fall into the pits. Like I said, and you will see the things. That's events in the world. You see them the way God sees them. And they will not move you. Yes. I know there's turbulence all over the world now. There's so much and people are so afraid. No. If you see things the way God sees them, you have no reason to be afraid because your father is with you. God answers our prayers because we are praying according to his will, not according to our will. The reason for many unanswered prayers is because we are praying outside of God's will for us. If we are doing God's will and not our will, God is ever present with us. Father, Son, and Spirit are in residence in our hearts. But many of us sometimes pray wrongly. We allow our needs to cloud our trust in God. We insist on our will. We insist on our desires. Remember I'm talking about Christ, God's children, obedient children. We still err sometimes. We insist on our desires when we pray. Oh, it has to be this way. God, why can't it be this way? False. The reason we don't get answers in such situations is because we are praying according to our will, not God's will. We have gone back to God and said, give, me, give, give us back that will. We want to try for a moment our own way. All of us are guilty. That's why I'm trying to tell you today, please, stop. Pray for God's will to be done in every situation, no matter what the situation or circumstance is. And don't be afraid of God's will. Whatever it is. Maybe it costs you your life also. Because God does not honor selfish prayers. Many of us sometimes never pause to ask God what he really wants us to do or to say in a particular situation. We just rattle off a laundry list of things we want God to do for us. That's wrong. Well, I'm, I'm guilty. All of us are guilty. And so I'm bringing it to attention today. So we know how to pray right. Sometimes the things we are praying for might sound good and nice, you know. But there are consequences. Only God, who is God, knows tomorrow. He knows whether if he answered that particular prayer, it could derail my fate. Or it could cause harm to somebody else in future. Remember, God always knows the ending of a matter. He knows, but we don't, because we're only limited for today, for that moment. So if you're a child of God, and you are convicted as you watch, please repent to that as I repent myself, and surrender your will again to God. 
Like I said, all of us are guilty of this. Remember that your will is no longer yours. His son purchased it at the cross. And you and I willingly surrendered it to him. So why do we want to take it back? Because it will not profit us. Child of God. Begin from today to seek to know God's will in every matter. So that you can pray appropriately. When you do, God will bless you. God will take you to the path where you will plow and plow in hope. Where you will reap the fruit of righteousness. And not the fruit of affliction. Which is the fruit of disobedience. Child of God. I plead with you today. No matter what you are passing through. No matter your circumstances. And I know for many, especially in Africa. It is very difficult. Because the leadership in Africa almost totally have failed. I know. I cry out to God each day for you. But my ministry is to the world. I know last Sunday we particularized to Nigeria because that's my Jerusalem. But the truth is this. If you can repent and accept Christ as Lord, whether as an individual, as a family, as a nation, as a tribe, as a tongue, God will deliver you. You see how of the flesh, joining those that are trying to kill and maim people is the worst thing you can do and God will not be with you and there are consequences for your participation be warned I don't want to say more but those of you who know in the spirit understand where I'm going and what I'm saying never lose hope no matter how much oppression the enemy oppresses you never lose hope just look unto him the whole time finish off our faith who for the joy that was saved before me endured the cross is at the right hand of God and is watching you, your actions because he wants you child of God to do what look unto him and only do the thing he wants you to do he is with you even when you are in dry places even when you are suffering and in difficulty he is with you him only trusts not any human being did I say again, I said not any human being Therein lies your deliverance. Therein lies your peace. Therein lies everything you desire. Because God is God. Because He's God, He will still do what He will do. Just pray, trust, and obey. Always ask God to speak to you. God speaks to His children. Please, anybody who tells you that He does not is a liar. Ask God to speak to you each day, each morning, and say, Lord, what will you have me do? So our song today, it says, speak, O Lord. Speak, O Lord, as we come to you. To receive the food of your holy word, which is the scriptures. Take your truth, plant it deep in us, shape and fashion us in your likeness. That the light of Christ 
might be seen in my life today and in your life. In our acts of love and our deeds of faith, speak, O oh Lord, and fulfill in us all your purposes for your glory. Teach us, Lord, full obedience so that we obey you at all times. Holy reverence for God, true humility, not false humility. Test our thoughts and our attitudes in the radiance of your purity, O God, and remove the dross in our lives. Cause our faith to rise, O God. Cause our eyes to see your majestic love and authority. What's of power that can never fail? Let their truth prevail over all unbelief. Speak, O oh Lord, and renew our minds. Help everybody watching this broadcast to grasp the heights of your plan for him or her. Truths unchanged from the dawn of time. That will echo down through eternity as a walk in the path of righteousness. Teach us, O oh God. Help us to grasp your truth, O oh God. And remove the devourer for sex in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And by grace we will stand on your promises. And by faith we will walk as you walk with us. Speak, O oh Lord, till your church is built and the earth is filled with your glory. My brothers and sisters, doing the will of God is the only pathway to run this race successfully. There is no other way. There is no other way. Don't do your will. Ask God each time, no matter the littlest thing in your life. God, what will you have me do in this situation? And when He whispers that, go ahead and do it. You may not understand, but by and by, as this or weeks and months unfold, you will know. I'm going to pray. Our Father and our God, thank you for today. Forgive us for always trying to do our wills. Even though we have already surrendered our lives to your Son, Jesus. Help us this day, Lord, to give back that life. Give our wills to you, O God, so that you will guide our paths. So that you will direct us as we walk. As we go through life. So that we will not miss eternal life. Everyone watching this broadcast, Father, I'm praying that none will be lost in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. That whatever this broadcast is made, Lord, there will be salvation, there will be deliverance, there will be healing, oh God. Above all, their will will be surrendered to your son Jesus. And they will learn to ask, oh God, to speak. And Father, when they ask you, Lord, speak to them. Therein lies the testimony. When you speak to them, they will also tell others that God does indeed speak. Because when your wills, when our wills are with you, you then speak. And then because we have no choice. Our will can, we can have no more will. So you lead us. Lead your children, my Father, my God, I'm praying. Remove the devourer for their sex. Whatever they get against them, I don't care where. Let them fall for their sex. If they come against them in the night, let them fall. In the day, let them fall, Lord. Let your children begin to march in the power of the Holy Spirit, Father, I pray. 
Enable them to activate, to, that means trust you fully, so that you begin to manifest through them to the world in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Father, all oppressors, wherever they are in the world, Lord, pull them down, Father. Spread in Africa. Pull them down, Father, my God. Pull them down. They have no right to be there. Fleecing the people, stealing and killing your people, wherever they are. Even though our people, your people love, many of them have become ignorant and stupid. Forgive, Lord. But pull down all the wicked rulers in Africa in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And for that matter, in the other part of the world. But above all, in your church, Lord, those wicked people that say they're leaders of your church, but who have sold their souls to the devil, begin to expose them, Lord, and pull them down. So that your people can be free from the clutches of darkness and worship only you, my Father, my God. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let your power flow into your people. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And let your enemies flee wherever they may be gathered. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, my Father, my God. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, my brothers and sisters. If it pleases the Lord, we'll say again next Sunday. Be prayerful. Trust God.